You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a podcast that's all about supporting parents as they bring up children. We've got experts and advice to help you through the more challenging bits of parenting. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Anzac Day is an important commemoration for the people of the Commonwealth. Adults can grasp the weight and solemnity of the day, but explaining the significance to children without scaring them can be hard. Emma Cox is a teacher librarian who works with very young children. She joins us on the phone from Canberra to take us through some of the best books about Anzac Day. Hi, Emma. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you, Siobhan. Before we get to these books, what's the best part about being a teacher librarian? Um, Well, all teachers love reading and books, but I'm particularly lucky because I get to have those deep dive nerdy conversations with kids about books. (laughs) Um, My students have grown to know what my favourite book and pop culture subjects are, like Harry Potter or Star Wars. Um, (laughs) So so it's great to have those connections with students right across the school um, around those things. And of course, being um, the heart of the school, the way the library is, I have, I know most of the students in our preschool and our um, from K to six across our school. So having those meaningful connections is really great. That sounds um, like fun. Yeah, of course. It's also really thrilling when you can read a previously unfamiliar book to a class or make a recommendation that really resonates with students. You create a new favourite or start them on a reading adventure with a particular author or genre or series that's really exciting and when I share a book that I really love and have an individual student or a class or even a parent come and tell me that they really loved it too that's really fulfilling so I think as a teacher librarian I have the best gig in the school. (laughs) That's brilliant and it sounds like um, from what you're saying that you do have a nice connection with the kids and an interesting way into different topics. Um, What's the most challenging part of teaching kids or raising awareness around something like Anzac Day with young children? Yes. Um, I think it's challenging purely because it is so complex. The Gallipoli campaign, that original Anzac legacy, and the continued service of our Defence Force is a real source of pride for many Australians and it's really strongly connected to how we identify as Australians. But it's also really complicated. It's, there's all of those themes to do with violence and, and trauma and, and sadness and loss that are also really interconnected with all of those themes. So it's tricky because you've got to strike that balance between sharing that important part of Australia with them and making them aware and so they can develop an understanding, but also doing it in a sensitive, age-appropriate way so that you're not scaring them or creating an anxiety for them. You say that food is a great place to start. Do you have a particular book in mind that works in that way? Yes, there's a beautiful book called Anzac Biscuits. It's it's a mirror type of story where you have a little girl and her mother 
at home making Anzac biscuits for the father who is at war and the pages alternate so that you have their story happening and then the following page is is him on the battlefield and it's it's a really great story and it's it's great because you can have that tangible experience of making some Anzac biscuits um, and perhaps reading the story alongside it that can help to develop that understanding with kids. I think anything where you can turn the abstract into something more tangible through an experience is really worthwhile. What are some of the books that parents and carers might be able to read to their children about Anzac Day that are age-appropriate for, say, three- to six-year-olds. So that's a little bit younger than you're, you're used to dealing with on a day-to-day basis. But um, do any come to mind for that younger age group? Yes. Well, I certainly think Anzac Biscuits is, is a great one. Um, the other one that's recently come to my attention is called The Anzac Tree. It's based on the true story of two brothers, who planted trees before they shipped out for World War One, but then as the story progresses, it presents this intergenerational story of military service through all major conflicts, and it's presented by children. Um, each generation, there's a child in the family who talks about someone in their family who serves in different conflicts, um, and then they all gather at this family tree that's been planted by their ancestor. And I think that's really great to recognise that evolving nature of Anzac. Um, So it's a really beautiful book. And do you, I mean, that might be your favourite, but do you have any favourites? Is it fair to ask a teacher librarian if they have a (laughs) favourite? Well, on this, there's a handful of of ones that I think are appropriate for little ones, Um, but I wouldn't, Go on, we won't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah, I, um, well, my, my personal favourites aren't probably appropriate for the little ones. Well, that's okay. Um, Just tell us your favourite <laughs> for the older ones then. Sure. There's one called Lone Pine, which is about a soldier who sends home um, a pine cone from the Lone Pine battle. Um, because I'm quite a nostalgic and sentimental person, that um, the idea of a living, tangible memory and memorial is quite moving to me. And it's also done in a really sensitive way that could potentially be useful for, for little ones as well as older readers. My all-time favourite is called In Flanders Field. Uh, it's inspired by the famous poem... And it's about a soldier who goes into no man's land to rescue a robin. Oh. And I never fail to read it and not be moved. It's it's really beautiful, but it does have some more graphic um, illustrations, perhaps. Nothing too hardcore, but it's it would be more suited to a middle-aged, middle-primary-aged students or, or senior primary, perhaps. And do the kids so, re- respond to any of those or any particular book um, more than others? No, I can't say that they, they have in my experience. I think it's quite dependent on the class and the experience of the students. We have quite a high population of students with parents in the Defence Force in our school, and so we have quite a high awareness of the Defence Force and service and and Anzac Day 
in that student population, but it, it does vary depending on the age and experience of the kids. But I think generally students will respond well to books that you genuinely love. And of course, given that this is a tricky topic, I would always suggest that parents and carers read the book before they intend to share it just to make sure that it is appropriate to their child. That's actually really good advice because I, I, we, we give that advice when it comes to movies, but of course books are just as important and especially with this topic, like you said. Um, yes. Emma, would you be willing to um, maybe give us a little list that we might pop up on our website of um, some Anzac books parents might be able to go and look for in their local library if they have time? Would you be all right doing that? Yes, yes, I'd love to. I have um, I have a list of about five titles um, that I think would be really great for little ones, that sort of three to three to six or seven age group, um, as well as my favourites that are more suited to a an older child, but yeah, I, I would love to. Oh, well, Emma, thank you. It's been so interesting listening to ha- your approach to Anzac Day. Thanks for your time today. Thank you very much, Siobhan. That was Emma Cox. She's a teacher librarian from Canberra. And um, as I mentioned, Emma's going to send us through a list of her favourite books for Anzac Day, and you'll be able to find them on the Babyology website. Just head to babyology.com.au forward slash feed, play, love and search for Anzac. A good midwife is worth her weight in gold. But it can't be an easy job, on call for all hours of the day and night, and being there through the intensity of labour. For Hannah Darwin, it's something she was always destined to do. And all these beautiful painted hands coming over my crib to pull up my hair because they'd never seen hair the colour of mine at this point. (laughs) And that was it. I grew up. My, my my toys were spatulas and kidney dishes. So I was sort of destined to destined to kind of end up in health. When I was 10, I finally begged my way into a birth, saw my first birth. And then when I was 12, my next door neighbor's um, sister-in-law was having a baby and I got involved in her care. That's midwife and academic Hannah Darwin, a woman passionate about women's birthing rights. Join me for this fascinating interview on the next episode of Feed, Play, Love. This podcast is produced by Elise Cooper. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.